All right, yesterday we saw with the fall the complexity of looking at women um, in relationship to men, society, uh, and how God sees that. Um, and right away, we're going to see how this gets very difficult because in Genesis 12, our reading for today, Genesis 12, 10 through 20, and Genesis 20, verses 1 through 18, these are the two different times that Abraham um, lies about his wife, Sarah, being his sister. Now, this is so similar that um, people who don't believe um, the Bible, or I think probably don't believe in sin, will say, oh, they must have been the same account written twice, because how could Abraham be so stupid as to commit this same sin twice? Um, and how could, uh, you know, Sarah, who is much older in the second time, uh, be still seen as beautiful? Well, one, we notice that um, Sarah is not described uh, quite the same way in Genesis 20 uh, in terms of the physical beauty. Um, it is the relationship. And Abraham says, right, this is something that we've always done uh, to protect himself. And in that, I think it's really easy to understand why Abraham does it again, because it's a habitual sin. It's not something that he decided just one time. This is something that he does every time. And if any of you have ever struggled with habitual sins, you know, right? Ten years maybe doesn't matter in terms of trying to get over it or to uh, be changed. But what we see here with Sarah's role as his wife, um, one is the uh, initial obsession with her looks. And this is a reality of our current day and age, and has always been. Um, and yet, with Abraham, there is uh, there is a a using of his wife for his own sake. And this goes back to the curse, right? That he shall rule over you. But there is as well a thing to consider, which is why does Sarah? go along with this, that Sarah is in fact understanding her husband's life is in danger, um, that she is willing to go along with this. And, you know, is this good, is this good or bad? Um, I've thought a lot about, and I think maybe it's both. And that's sort of the, the complexity of sin, right? That it's not just that this is a bad action and that's not. Um, it's saying that there may be good intentions here, uh, on both sides, but because of fear and because of a lack of an understanding of who God is and God's power to protect, then there is a breakdown of that relationship uh, and there's a compromise of behavior. The odd thing, or not odd thing, the amazing thing is that it is the Lord that clarifies both of these things. The Lord affixes Pharaoh, and the Lord afflicts Abimelech, and I love that Abimelech doesn't even know what's going on, and God just appears to him in a dream, and is like, yeah, my dude Abraham done messed up. <laughs> and so in both these instances, we have this question, right? Is God rewarding a lie? Is he rewarding a bad behavior? Um, is God being permissive of this? And I think that if that is our paradigm of sin and God, then these things are really hard to understand. But if we understand God's redemption and we understand that the reason why God is with Abraham is not because Abraham is a perfect person, um, but because he believes in God, even though that belief is difficult and even though he struggles. And to remember that the example of Abraham is not an example of perfection, it is an example of faith and of grace. And similarly for us, I think that in 
all the areas of our lives, but as we're looking at specifically our relationship with women, or if you are a woman, as a woman, to understand that those things are as well, that, you know, we have in our society uh, sometimes a fixation on behavior, that these are good behaviors and these are bad behaviors, and there are certain bad behaviors that are bad enough um, as long as the person's on the other side. And if they're on our side, then we excuse the bad behavior. And in both of those, I think we forget about redemption and repentance. That yes, both Abraham and, and Sarah um, screw up in these instances. And it's something that they continue to screw up with. It's not even just like, you know, I often tell my kids, right, we want you to learn from your mistakes. They don't learn from their mistakes. Um, they still make the same mistakes. And yet, they still repent. Um, and I think that that should be something that we keep in mind in our relationships with uh, other people, especially those of the opposite gender, that we are looking for um, and looking to be people of repentance, not perfection, um, but of repentance and of humility and of redemption. <laughs>